Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Trot's Life. It is your Thursday edition. It is moving day, a condensed version. We've got a 12.30 uh, barrier draw that we're going to take live for the Adelaide Cup. So I'll be out of here by 12.30 and on the road to Mildura. I've got an appointment with a beautiful Sophia Code tonight. Uh, she first time I've met her, and I'm very much looking forward to getting up there and meeting her on the way to Broken Hill tomorrow night. But first and foremost, we've got 90 minutes of Trot's Life to get through. It's the O'Connor Hour, the first hour. Tim O'Connor will join us in a moment to tee off. Jonathan O'Connor will join us at 12.40 and chat about perseverance. And I think... Jonathan embodies a lot of what people in harness racing are about. He's not a big name. He's got a horse in the Birdship Cup. And if he could win the Birdship Cup on Sunday with perseverance, that'd be about as good as it gets for me. Uh, Mick Gurren will be on in the second half or the second hour, the half an hour of the second hour. I don't even know how to explain that. Mick Gurren and Jamie Cockshut will jam them in. So we'll get some tips from Jamie as well. We won't have a guest on from Taz Racing as such. But first, and oh, and Darren Carroll will be on tipping as well. And I've got a little bit of audio for Darren to go through. But first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, our first player to tee off this morning, Tim O'Connor from Ballarat in Australia. Well, he's good off the tee, this guy. Really good. That's on its way. It's heading towards the flag. Get in the hole! <laughs> Tim, how are you, mate? Hey, mate. Great to be on and looking forward to uh, a big show. Good to be part of it. It's a condensed show, but I'm sure you'll jam plenty into it. Yeah, we will, mate. Um, now, some audio that I'm going to have to play for you and get a comment on at some stage. So... Do you want to tick off your items or do you want to get stuck into this audio? This remark, I found a remarkable piece of audio that I'd love to get your comment on. So uh, do you want to tick well, that off let's, first? Let's pull the Band-Aid off because I've got no idea what this is, but it's obviously going to be, uh, it's going to put me in a, uh, in between a rock and a hard place. So let's, let's no. pull the Band-Aid off and go with it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Andy Gath. And I think this has been missed by a lot of the news outlets I haven't seen Adam Hamilton comment, and I, I didn't see you pick up on it, but I'll just play the audio of Andy, and then um, yeah, then we'll we'll get from you uh, what what your thoughts on it are. He, here's what Andy Gath, and this is um, yeah, uh, amazing audio. Always dream of winning big races like the Miracle Mile. I've just got to get a horse good enough to win the Eric Reese Memorial, and my career as a trainer will be complete. The only decision I have to make is how many times I want to win it. Tim. <laughs> Andy Gath. <laughs> um, where's, where have you stumbled across this? I dare say you've been doing a little bit of work yourself. <laughs> Andy says he's, he hopes to win the Eric Reese Memorial. The only decision he's got is how many times to win it. Now, 
That's staggering, isn't it? That is how highly this race is sought after. Well, um, I wasn't aware of the prestige this race has held in, but I certainly am now because if the greatest trainer on this planet is uh, endeavouring to win it, uh, I'm very honoured because if we can win it uh, next week, I'll be very happy. So the, the bottom line is, though, Toby, if he wants to win it, it's not going to happen in 2023 because we've got a horse ready to win it. He's going to be a red-hot favourite and we can't wait. Well, ha- having heard that, like, clearly next year, um, I'd imagine you'd be getting a syndicate together for Andy to help him achieve his dream. Well, yeah, that's right. It's usually the other way around, isn't it? But uh, <laughs> in the other race, uh, we, we spoke, I've spoken to Andy a while about Tasmania. Thrown, and, I have thrown you here a bit, haven't I? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I did not expect this, um, but I, I, I do think it's sensational. It's... Um, Andy and myself spoke a bit about a while back when one of our other horses was planning to go to Tasmania and he was threatening to send Catch a Wave down there just to uh, <laughs> knock us off. So um, I did tell him I'd be going in, in the work system here at HRV and making sure his horse was ineligible in some way. But, um, yeah, he's a great man. And uh, I hope he can win it one day too because that would really tick off a wonderful CV for him. Now, just just to note, here, we're not we're not mocking the Eric Reese Memorial or the family of Eric no, Reese or anything. No. This is just done with a bit of lightheartedness, and and yep, it's a great race actually, uh, with a great little final. But uh, and kudos to Andy, and and I think this is Sean Brightly probably over the last month. You and I would see this all the time, Tim, behind the scenes with Andy, but. What the social media presence they've had with, you know, putting spikes out to stop Captain Ravishing get there and the whole Tarkata stuff with Andy. It's just been, it's just shown what harness racing truly is about. It's about a bit of fun. It's about creating relationships and friendships and, and, and racing is a part of it. But first and foremost, we're just, we're just people having a bit of fun, aren't we? That's right. Yeah. No, look, he's, he's been wonderful <laughs> for the sport, at least in, I've only known Andy for a couple of years. He's been in the game uh, a lot, lot longer than that. And, but he, he's fantastic for the media. You know what he does. Yeah. He comes on every show. He answers every phone call. He comes on burning questions every week for no uh, payment or anything. Has some fun. Tips his horses. They often win. Um, there's no secrets with Andy. He's not trying to, you know, he's never trying to, to play any games or, or get one up on someone or, or not tip a horse that he thinks can win so it's a better price. None of that rubbish. He's just out there to make the game better. I often, I have asked him before, you know, sort of why, he, you know, why he's so, I guess, um, available all the time, but he just loves the fact that the game grows if he if he yeah. can help it grow. And, Correct. Um, and the rewards come. He's won the Miracle Mile on the Chariots. I don't think that's, I sent him, I did send him one message on Saturday night among about 500 other people, I'm sure, but I just said, Good things happen to good people. As simple as that. And uh, I think you? that's the way life works sometimes. It, well, that's interesting. I'll try and... Mine said, um, congrats to you both. You guys are shining examples in our sport. Hardworking, having fun, promoting the sport, giving back to the community through Team Teal, EB, etc. That To have another champion is only a small reward for all of the above. P.S. Outlaw Man went really good. I'm sure you'll catch the replay sometime. Because it was about 10 minutes after the Miracle Mile. And I don't reckon Andy would have ever missed one of his horses racing. But I've got a funny feeling he might have missed Outlaw Man the other night. I reckon he missed that one. But, um, but that in... horse has been, uh, it's been the bane of my existence, that horse, and to a degree. I've been potting him for a while and he keeps winning. But 
Finally, um, finally, his ticket fence was broken on Saturday night. Yeah, but, he did. He went super, didn't but, he? But interesting, we had the same thoughts, you know, like a bit of karma coming around to, to bite him on the backside. But karma comes in good form and bad form. In this case, it was good form. Well, if he's, yeah, exactly right. But um, nice to know that he's uh, keeping an eye on <laughs> Tasmanian racing. Just just stay away from it for a year or two, Andy, because it's about the only place I can win a race at the moment. Just under a year, Andy, to get sorted for next year's uh, preludes or qualifiers for the Eric Reese Memorial. And we thank Andy, I thank Andy for, for recording that for us. It was... <laughs> I'll drop him a message later on. <laughs> yeah. He'll be listening in, don't worry. And big fella will be as well. And I'm sure Stu too. Uh, mate, um, we better tick off some actual uh, stuff. New race at stall. And um, you know how much this day is going to mean to me. And, and we'll go into that probably in a bit more detail in coming weeks. But it's going to be a special day at stall. And, and I love this race. I absolutely love it. Yeah, me too. Well, this is a race, Andy. You might know about this yet, but you should be trying to win this one. You just stay away from <laughs> any of the Tasmanian features. Uh, there's a new race, as you said, created for Good Friday. It's going to be a massive day there at Stall. I guess it's the final day of the HRV's industry-wide Good Friday appeal fundraiser. And there's a really interesting race that's been created. And we've spoken about it a few times, Toby, about the desire for the paces to have a great Southern Star type event where where they race twice on the one day. So in the Great Southern Star, for those that don't know, horses compete in heats at the start of a meeting, generally races two and three or three and four. Then the top handful of those um, qualify for the final later on the same card. So the horses go back to their, their tie-up stalls and, you know, they're, um, I don't know if they're washed down or not, but they're certainly put away for a couple of hours and they come back on the track, new barrier draw, new field, and they race for a big Group 1 final. I think it's $300 for the Great Southern Star. This one... Is called the Pleasant Creek Plate, and it is for the very, very lowly graded paces. So there'll be two $4,500 heats on Good Friday in the morning over the 1785-metre sprint trip, and then the qualifiers will progress through to a $10,000 final later that same that same day, which is which is fantastic. I know Stalls tipped in a bit of that prize money too to really make this race a good one. It's restricted to horses that are five years and older who have not won more than three lifetime races and none of those wins can be in their last five starts. And the the real, uh, I think what adds to it is the fact that the, the fear will be picked on with a preference leaning towards horses that have had the biggest losing streaks, essentially. So yeah, yeah. if you haven't won a race for, you know, 30, 40 starts, you're going to get a look in over a horse that's won maybe 10 starts ago. I think it's a great race and a great concept. And possibly two opportunities on the same day. That's right. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, for these horses, and there's a, we've put a story up on the, the trots.com.au, and there's some quotes from Mark Percival, the general manager there of racing at Stall. He's done a great job. He's, this is going to be a wonderful day, Toby. We'll talk about it a bit closer, but it, the work he's done already, getting sponsors, organising the day, the Stall Athletic Club's going to be involved, given it's the iconic Stall Gift Weekend, um, which the, that race meeting kicks off the following day. There's going to be, um, I'm planning a trainer driver's sprint. So, Andy Gass, you better put um, your Lycra on, get Kate to do some training, because you are certainly going to be involved in the Good Friday Sprint down the home straight. There'll be a senior driver's pony trot on the day. It's going to be a wonderful day. But on the track, I think the Pleasant Creek Plate, this heat into final um, for the lowly grade horses is going to be a ripper. 
Timmy, I've got a message in from Ronnie. I've got one for the Gallops for Timmy Saturday. Freak of nature will win the size at Flemington. Currently 10s get on Timmy. And big fella says, loving it, Toby, with a big thumbs up. So, uh, <laughs> good stuff. Freak of nature, Timmy, on Saturday, apparently. Nature. Right, eh? Uh, what price? $10. 10s. Each way all day. All Each right, way we'll all on. day. And after that, the Karen Manning Triple Crown and... What's a small field and an intriguing field and a very good field on Saturday night? Yeah, it is. Well, uh, Good Friday at Stall, I'm almost certain uh, the Queen of the Wimmera will be there and Karen Manning should be a big part of the day, no doubt. Uh, so, yeah, it's leg two of the Karen Manning Trotting Mare's Triple Crown this Saturday night at Melton. Uh, the first leg was won by Sleepy. That was the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Gold Series final on February 25. And... That horse is back to tackle the La Cucaracha on Saturday night. I think it's just six horses, Toby. You've probably got the field in front of you, but yep. Queen Elida and Sleepy look the real two key players to me in this race. Ooh. Sleepy leads the series. Ooh, I've gone, I've gone earlier there. Have I? Sleepy <laughs> leads the series ahead of Kiang, Levana, Hopeful Beauty, the best bourbon and Aldebaran keeper. There's a $10,000 bonus available for the horse that wins the Karen Manning triple crown. So that winds up in a couple of weeks with the group one, something about Maori at Melton as well. Key and Levana drawn gate two, a majestic chick one, Key and Levana two, O Fortuna three with speed off the gates. So a sleepy may not find the front. Mm-hmm. Sleepy four, Queen Elida five, Electro Jet six. Key and Levana can get across majestic chick at the start and hand up to O Fortuna. She ran second in the first heat. She could, she'll, she'll be top three for sure. So she'll be strong into it. And if Sleepy doesn't win and Key and Levana finishes above it, they'll be very close going into the third round. Yeah, it will be. Um, Queen Elida for me, though. Well, you saw a trial the other day, Tabby. You're yep. the uh, you're the track watcher. How did she trial to your eye? Yeah, she trialed steady without, you know, Chris never asked her for an extreme effort. Uh, just got to the line just nicely against some paces. That's how I would say. Don't think we yeah, learned anything. She... She probably doesn't, I mean, she's going to have a fair bit of fitness. She raced in the Great Southern Star final, didn't she, about a month ago? So it's mm. not as if she's been out for a, a lengthy break or anything. But I, I think she'll be the winner. Um, at this, I know that um, these small little fields, and it's a good quality field, to be fair. It can throw up a, uh, an interesting race here and there. But I think she's the class. I think she'll be winning. Uh, are you looking elsewhere, eh? Kang Levana for you. Oh, no, I just think as far as the series goes, it's going to, if if Queen Elida wins, which I would be tipping she will, and Key mm. and Levana run second, say, and Sleepy third, then it goes into a final where there'll be, you know, some real, it, it won't be, certainly, it'll be going to the third third round before we know who wins this, wins this series. That's right. And um, so if Sleepy can win the second race, which is a La Cucaracha on Saturday night, that'll be two from two for her in the series. And, if she can then win the third race and go undefeated through the series and there's something about Mary, that $10,000 bonus actually turns into a $20,000 bonus. So, oh, wow. look, I'm not saying she can do that, but there's an she incentive <laughs> there to, to race through those three big mares trotting races. Birdship and Wangaratta. Wangaratta, off off uh, Broadway, there's a horse in called Chevron Flies, and we just I'm just going to wish Kevin Whedon back all the best of luck. Uh, brought the horse over from New Zealand probably two or three years ago, it broke down. He sent her to stud. She carried a foal for seven months and lost the foal. And now she's back. She's had a couple of trials and she goes around her first start after being here for a long time with no luck. Uh, 
on on Sunday at Wangaratta. So we wish Kevin Whedon back all the best of luck with that horse because if any horse deserves to win on the weekend, it's the horse that deserves it. Yeah, that's coming up in race seven. Race seven, number 10, Chevron Flies. Uh, that'll be at 8.52. So great weekend of country racing, isn't it, Toby? Obviously, that Melton takes centre stage on, on Saturday night with a big car there and the the La Cucaracha is the feature there, as we've spoken about. But Sunday, uh, I'll be heading to Birdship with no surprises there. I've been talking about it to anyone that'll listen for the last 12 <laughs> months. That meeting will kick off uh, at 12.44 p.m. It'll run through with an eight race card through to a quarter past five. And then basically half an hour later, Wangaratta kicks off from 5.45 right through until race nine, just before 10 p.m. So it's a big day to settle in on the couch, grab a couple of drinks, turn Trot's vision on and follow all the racing. Uh, I can't wait. We'll speak on Birchip first of all. Uh, last year, a wonderful day. I saw you there with a, maybe a mild hangover after heading back from Duncan Hill. But a double hangover. A double hangover, was it? Uh, five races on the card at Birchip last year. Um, look, while it was a wonderful, wonderful day, probably the racing on the track was just lacking a little bit. Small fields, only five races. You know, early quarter mixes in with the late quarter. It was just a bit of a... A tricky day. The punters club had to, you know, it was pretty hard work. I know Darren Carroll still turned 20 into 40, but um, <laughs> this year, prize money being increased from 4500 to 10 for both the pacing and trotting cups is a massive tick, and that's helped bring uh, the horses and, and, the, and the quality of the race, and it's up to eight races on Saturday, on Sunday, so it's going to be a wonderful day, and I, I can't wait for it, and then we head to Wangaratta. If we've lost a couple of dollars, we can get it all back there. 100% and uh, best of luck if Tim Mortlock wins the Melly Bull Pacing Cup with Double the Hunter. I hope for everyone's sake he goes back to Maryborough because they're big enough nights as it is without Tim uh, settling in, let me tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just looking through the, the field now. Um, yeah, look. Uh, it's a great race. Shane it's Sanders. a cracker race. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm just looking through now. Shane Hasn't got a runner in there, so he's not going to be able to defend the title. Aaron Coates got two horses in, and um, in Gracie Cullen and Dennis. They had so, some sort of hope, wouldn't they? Particularly Dennis. Yeah, and Sorrento is born and bred in Birchip by the Lowry boys, now trained by Steve Branson just down the road. So best of luck to Sorrento. Rod Carberry from Horsham's a cracking bloke as well. James Herbertson and Ryan Sanderson have drives in it. Now, let me tell you, Ryan Joe, might... Joe shed... Thompson's a cracking bloke too, just speaking of cracking bloke. <laughs> Ryan, in America. Ryan Sanderson might shout the bar. James Herbertson will be lucky to shout James Herbertson. Um, Scotty Garraway, I tell you, I hope he goes home as well because he could celebrate pretty hard. And well, if my mate Tomo won for Mick Gadsden and Denby Wade, will look out as well. So, it, mate, great days racing. I hope I, I know I think, you're going to enjoy it. I think the bottom line is just looking at those trainers and those drivers. About, the bar's going to get shouted, isn't it? I think it's almost a certainty. Uh, well, yeah, um, yeah. Be <laughs> nervous about foolish pleasure winning. Um, a big fella sends in. We'll be interested, Toby, only if you get time with Jamie, but I think that might be meant to be Timmy, might auto-correct it, to see what odds he reckons where's the gold will be in the second eight of the Cup tomorrow night, race six, number three. Oh, Jamie Cockshut later in the day. Yeah, we're talking about Jamie. Yeah, we'll know that. You'll talk permits. about that later on. Yeah, um, 100%. That's all we'll talk about. But, uh, yeah, look, can't wait for Birdship. I won't be at Wangaratta, but Birdship, yeah, Ryan Sanderson, uh, I'm not going to say I was the reason. I interviewed him after yeah. that win in the cup last year, and he just said it off the top. Of, I think he just got the momentum up, and he just yelled out, I'm going to shout the bar here. And I, 
I think he didn't realise the race stake was, you know, <laughs> it wasn't the biggest race uh, on the planet. It was only four and a half thousand dollars at that stage. So I actually think he might have come away from Birdship losing money and winning the cup. But uh, it was a great day. I think he put over 500 bucks and um, yeah, me and his father were still there in the wee hours on Monday. He's up to something, that Ryan Sanderson, too. He's 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 up to something. He wanted to know what car I drive. He was quite interested in what car I drive, which was a little bit bizarre. He had this cheeky grin on his face. So he's up to something. I don't know what it is, but I think something's coming my way. Tim, we've gone well over. I know you only wanted to do 15 minutes, but I knew I had to play that Andy Gath audio. It was just amazing that I found that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> we'll be absolutely thrilled if we can win that race. So in all seriousness, um, that race, the Memorial Race on Cup Night, the 18th. And uh, just before I do go, Better Eclipse will fly out from Australia for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars April 6th as he heads towards the race by Grins, that big slot race in New Zealand on April 14th. So just a little bit of news there. He'll go straight into that race on the back of his last run. Good on you, Tim. Thanks, mate. Cheerio. I had to get it in there. <laughs> Let's get to an ad break. Darren Carroll's not far away. He'll be on the other side of the news. We'll have an ad break, quick segment, and back with Darren Carroll.